Hello. We are glad you found us. Please sit back, relax and enjoy the show. Welcome to When Life Attacks. something that I just never thought I would do. As far as what? You've got me got me spinning. You made me go see a fucking Hollywood movie. Yeah. They're great. No. This one was god awful. Well, you're going to, you know, you're going to strike out from time to time. <laughs> yeah, I'm all for one then. You well, that's not your Come on, you've seen plenty. Your your favorite movies are Hollywood movies. Uh, Very few people are like, man, that indie flick was so badass. Most people are like, man, if a Hollywood studio would have gotten a hold of that, it'd been so good. Yeah. Um, so we went and saw the movie Life. Yes. And uh, on a set a Sunday morning, which was awesome. Yeah, that was that was like the best part of the movie. It was. Was getting there in the morning, and we could have even gone to an earlier show. I know. I fucked that up. They're doing movies at, what, 9 o'clock, 9.30? Yeah, 9.30 on a Sunday morning. If, that, that would have been perfect. I mean, it doesn't fry your whole day, like because, I mean, my weekend time is precious. Same here. And so 9.30, you get up, go see a flick. When you drive in, no one in the parking lot, probably no one in the theater. By the time you get done with it, around 11.30... There's still no one in the fucking parking lot. It's, you're speaking my language. That's what we're going to do. This is, yeah, if we do this again. You mean when? When? Okay. When we do this oh, again. Son of a bitch. Don't we have Alien coming up? That's right. Alien Covenant. Is you should in, see that one together too. Oh, yeah. I'm probably going to have to see it twice just because I'm probably going to do the thing that I did with Phantom Menace, which is where I saw it and I was just so excited because it was a Star Wars movie. It was like, oh, it's fucking great. It's a fucking, no, it's good. It's just the first act. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the first act. Yeah, that that Georgia guy, you know, he you know, he tests. He tests you, but it, it's fine. And then you go see it again and you're like, oh fuck him. <laughs> it's a bad call, bad reaction. <laughs> bad call, Lucas. This is why you don't listen to your kids or write one draft on a fucking you know, bar napkin. Now we haven't we haven't really talked about are we gonna spoil it a little bit? We can't really talk about it without spoiling it. So, so. we're going to spoil it. Yeah, because so I'm, gonna... I'm, I have some things to say, and uh, yeah, it's going to be spoiler. Okay, so if you want to go see this movie, which, you know, more power to you. Yeah, I mean, if you want to give them more money so they can make a shitty sequel. He might be spoiling prematurely. Uh, 
Well, take I mean, off. Let's see. It's about uh, you're about a minute or two into this. So if you come back to us and like check at ten, I'm not sure what his response will be. Check at ten. See if we're still rambling on, and if we are, moved to twenty, and we should be done talking about it within twenty minutes. I should hope so, but I don't know. This one had me pretty fired up. Okay, so the reason I thought we should go see this movie together was because just from the previews, which you and I have discussed a number of times how we feel about previews and movies. Right. Yeah, I think they show too much. It's a whole movie. It basically is. I mean, we're going to go see Alien Covenant in about, what, another six weeks or so? And I can pretty much tell you already how half the crew, or the main crew that you see in the preview, because now he's giving out more information. But you're not going to. Right, I'm not going to. I'm not going to tell you. But just from the previews, I can already tell you how about seven of the 14 people that they've shown you, how they're going to kick the bucket. That, so some people could say that saying seven of 14 die is maybe a bit of a spoiler. I can tell. Well, I mean, that's what they show you in the preview. Watch the preview. The preview. You see it in the preview. It's right there for you. The Prometheus preview for Aliens gave the entire movie away. Yeah, see, I didn't. I just knew that a movie was coming out about that one, so I didn't, I didn't see the preview. I just went to the movie. So it was yeah. great. People love trailers. I'm, I'm get excited to see previews, but I just want to be teased. Yeah. Yeah, just back in the day when, you know, like, okay, let's, let's stay on Alien. So when the first Alien came out with Ridley Scott, all it was was literally a shot of a fucking egg and then just Alien. In space, no one can hear you scream. So it's 79. Was it 79? It's about 79, 78, 79, right okay. in there. So you're not born, I'm three. Yeah. Got it. So that's, that's how they started. And then let's go to the sequel, Aliens. You know, once again, we kind of cut to that egg, but it's like the eye and the egg, you know, how the, and then it's just aliens. This time it's war. That's they, 86. They, they kind of let you know that there was a settlement on another planet, and they showed you the egg, and that was it. Right, and just, this time it's war. Okay, all right, it's war this time. Let's go check it out. Which was great. I just rewatched Aliens, actually. Oh, it's, it's the like wife The wife and I a couple it, days ago. It's like the perfect film. It's a good movie. Oh, it's so great. Um, so with this one, though, now it's like, all you had to do is say, Ridley Scott directing a new Alien movie. I'm in, man. Like, that's all you really needed to tell me. Alien 3, they pretty much gave away the entire movie, though. By the time we get to Alien 3, previews are out of hand. Well, we knew we were going to a prison. We knew she was fighting her. You even see her and the alien face-to-face. Right. Mm. The bitch is back. The I, bitch is back, I, yeah. I think that was the, uh, what, what do they call that? The slogan? The catchphrase? The, the catchphrase, the banner. Slow, I don't know. Fuck it. The slogan for that movie. Oh, you're talking about in terms of films, right. The... Uh, Something line. Yeah, this, the punch tagline or something. Tagline. There you go. So it was just, uh, yeah. So and now now I can, but at least through that, I couldn't, I can maybe tell you maybe how one guy died because you just see like a guy going into the rafters. And you're like, um, putting 99% odds, he's probably gone. But that's it, just one guy. And the new Alien Covenant trailer. I mean, you literally see what they tell you are like, you know, going to be main characters. Biting the dust. Yeah. I've been deliberately not watching them because you've told me that there's so much given away. So much. I wanted to take you to this because I, in fact, did see too much of the previews. And to me, it it immediately screamed Alien. The original Alien. And when you think Alien, you think Travis. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, you're writing fan lore and shit. <laughs> yeah, you, know, I, you know, I'm I'm big into the first two films. In your free time, you're writing a prequel. I'm say you're pretty much the alien go-to guy around me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. I'm cool with being that. And then you know what? <clears throat> uh, we do a podcast together, so it seemed like, oh, well, why don't we go to this movie together? He's kind of into it. <laughs> right, right, right. You know, he's a sci-fi geek. He'll like this. Almost all sci-fi movies are Hollywood movies. No, I, I know. I know. There's not too many indie ones. I'm just saying I don't fucking, I don't, I don't know. I just don't like what they're putting out. I liked what they were putting out for a while. The lifers know at this point that you're just a fucking pain in the ass. Okay. You're a pain in the ass. I don't know. I don't, I don't want to listen to your top 40. I want to listen to this or that or this. All right. My, you know, my friends call me an art snob, but you can call me a pain in the ass. All right. Right. All we right. agree on that. So, art snob, <laughs> life, did you like it? Fuck no. All right. Now, I knew you were going to say that. So, we're going to do better. We're going to do better. We're going to do better than yeah, fuck I no. I want you to tell me, tell me something about the movie that you really liked. doesn't have to be chronological, although it would be helpful. What did you like about this flick? I like that they referenced Reanimator. Okay. <laughs> um, wow. And they said, uh, you know, like um, that it, uh, you know, was like, you know, there, she was like, oh, that's an obscure reference. And, you know, he says, eh, not if you're a nerd. So, yeah. Thanks for the nerd shout out. That was nice. Um, so they bring us into the film, and you're already on the International Space Station. And, they're you, trying, and you don't know where it's at. No. Well, you know the International Space Station is orbiting the planet Earth. I mean, it's the International Space Station. Oh, I didn't, I didn't realize that. It just said the Mars thing. No, no. And so I thought we were at Mars. No, no. They, See, they already confused the fuck out of me at the beginning. Right. <laughs> but they've... They're redirecting the uh, space station so that they can catch a Mars probe that's carrying some soil samples. So they bring us right away into the action. Right. Now, to me, I was good up until the point where the probe was coming. And they catch the probe going proportionately about 300 miles an hour faster than they are. Yeah. Like it's, you know, like it's a shot in the infield. Right. (laughs) So basically they lost you after the first three minutes. Well, I, I, you know, you know me. I, if you start, hold on. I thought we, 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 I was trying to say something good about it. Right. They lost me there. Okay. But up until that point, I liked the flick. So you liked the intro credits. <laughs> I liked. <laughs> That's basically all you liked. <laughs> I liked that they gave us a breakdown. And, of, I, and I'm the art snob. I'm the dick. Okay. They Keep gave going. us an. They gave us an idea of how the space station over the years had grown to the size that it was. Right. And how important the mission was. And that you kind of introduced you to everybody. And I was like, all right, this is this is looking promising. This is looking good. Not me. I was already making criticisms. You were? Yep. So you didn't even give it a chance. Well, I mean, uh, right off the bat, we're dealing with Mars and Mars type stuff, right? And the shots that they used with everyone just flying around through the space station. Let's see. Already been done. What's the movie called that Ridley Scott did? It's called uh, The Martian. Yeah, those shots have already been used. But you're going to float in space, dude. There's no gravity. Right, right. But they're trying to, like, market it as, like, this cool, you know, awesome, like, shooting, you know, like, these these cool fucking camera effects and this and that. And, oh, yeah, we're going to introduce the characters because they're hovering around. And it's, like, the same fucking, like, they just ripped off Ridley Scott. Now, do you think it's hard not to? Because it's a vacuum. There's nothing out there except for a lack of gravity. And everything basically has to come to us. So I was wondering, 
you know, while I was thinking about this movie on my way home, because we departed right. the theater separately, am I being too hard on it? Because I was immediately, oh, you hear that? That's a Dana. Oh, she's, yeah, she doesn't like the movie either. <laughs> she's been, the Dana has not been well. Yeah. She has reached, she's re, that, that's why she's, her, her hindquarters are wrapped up. Yeah. She's blossomed into a woman. Oh, that's what that is. So we have to deal with barking, like you're hearing in the background, because yeah. other dogs can like pick up that she's in heat from up to a mile away. Oh, great. So when people are walking by, their dogs are nuts, and the, the dog is nuts, and that's, you know. Yeah. This is she's, the, going, she's, she's a teenager now. What you're picking up in the microphone is pretty much my awake hours at home. Just barking dog, restless dog. She's... Her emotions are everywhere. Wow. Childhood goes so fast. Yeah, it's a weird deal. It's a weird deal. Anyway, sorry to interrupt you. So they lost you right away. Yeah, they lost me just by, yeah, I was instantly it was just like, okay, and we're starting off by ripping off Ridley Scott. By floating in space or just the camera shots? The camera shots. Okay. Yeah. So now I get lost when they catch the satellite going. I mean, the satellite's moving, right? I'm not bullshitting. The satellite oh, yeah, yeah. He basically just sticks his mid out and just got it. He uses the crane, which couldn't sustain something like that. No. It was like his no. little cumbersome crane, and it just happens to catch a satellite at... Yeah, like warp speed. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was a tiny dot, and then all of a sudden it was on him. Yeah, and just, I got this. And it turns out the guy's a fucking plumber. He's just a space plumber. He was, uh, you know, he's a mechanical engineer who they didn't plan for this. It was the, it had hit some debris on its way to them and they had to suddenly do all of these manual maneuvers and catch a satellite. Right. So I might be, again, it's a movie. I might be a little bit of a prick about it. I'm not trying to be, but that's like, okay, so we're taking these kinds of liberties in this movie. That's what, that's what it right, said to me. Right, right, right. Suspension of disbelief. Yes. Set it up, which I can accept in sci-fi. That didn't really bother me because it was just kind of like, yeah, he's going to catch it, you know? Like, we're obviously, like, there's going to be shit. Like, I'm going to probably see an explosion in space. I'm already expecting this kind of thing. The speed, though, dude, it didn't need to be going that fast. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm a casino. I'm, I'm not a casino, although they are kind of casinos. I'm a studio executive. You show me that scene, and I'm like, first thing, slow down the satellite. That's, re- that's retarded. Slow down the satellite. See, Sorry, no, that's... no, no. You're not thinking of like a Hollywood like, uh, exec here. They probably saw it, and they were like, too slow. You got to speed that up. <laughs> like, it's not uh, intense enough. Not, oh, who's the idiot who always does the huge over-the-top pictures? Michael Bay? Yeah, Michael Bay. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Bigger yeah. satellite, more speed. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's what they were probably telling him. I bet you it was probably a reasonable shot. They're like, all right, just take it and like, all right, all right, what, what do we have? Speed at three? Yeah. If it's not 10, it's not a movie. Right. It, I mean, you couldn't even see the arm react that was moving so fast. <laughs> exactly. At this point, though, I'm still giving it a shot. Now, something that I did like is they, they are testing the soil, uh, the Martian soil in space for security. Right. Like, if anything should pop up out of this, you know, it's, on, it's contained in the International Space Station. Right, right. And it's just going to remain in space. Right. Yeah. So, obviously, the movie's called Life. They find a single cell. And it grows. Rapidly. 
Can we agree it was rapid? It was, it was fast. It was fast. And they had to alter the atmosphere within, basically, it's in a little fish tank, in a little box. And they had to alter it. Um, what, they had to slowly increase the temperature. They had to do all these things. Like, they had to make it perfect. Yeah, it would not, it, with sugar and light and water, it wouldn't reanimate. So they end up going to an early Earth atmosphere where it's a really high CO2, much lower oxygen, and all of a sudden, like, electricity, the thing just takes off. Yeah, yeah, it's going. And we're talking about on a microscopic level here. The next scene, we're looking at... Some developing cells here, like, they're going. It was responsive enough that in, in visually it was growing in front of them to the size of a small... I don't know what would you call that, like a small tulip. I would That's say I would I would say like a um oh, what are the fly traps called? A Venus fly, uh, like a mini yeah like a, a mini, mini fly trap yeah Venus like a fly trap exactly yeah, but it's, looking like a Venus fly trap yeah kind of like a hybrid of a penis and a Venus fly trap. No breaks, no safety, no anything's going on. Everyone at this point is amused with the alien that all of a sudden is reacting and responding and learning and yeah, and they're like, oh, notice it doesn't back down. Right. Oh, well, that's just because it's curious. It has no instinct of fear. It's a pure, innocent thing. I'm thinking, no, motherfucker. <laughs> but I think one of the characters does acknowledge it. There is one intelligent character that's like, are you sure about this, guys? Yeah, this is probably a bad call. Yeah. They did all of these things knowing what they were going to do. There was a protocol put in place. There, there mean, were protocols hint, upon protocols yes. upon protocols. They hint at every possible NASA outcome is thought of, and if things are followed, things are going to be fine. Right. And so they just take liberties, and even she says, like, I shouldn't have let them do this. I shouldn't have let them do that. But, oh, well. Well, we'll learn from, we'll learn from this mistake. Literally Every single safety measure that was given is totally blatantly ignored. Because the guy that's experimenting with this, he doesn't have his legs. And so he'll never sire children. And so for him, this has become essentially his child. And so, I, you know, he's friends. With, they're all friends. So they don't want to, I guess, break their friend's heart and kill his puppy. Um. And then they do the worst thing you could possibly do. They name it. Once you name something, it's all over. Some school named it, right? Yeah, some school named it. And they named it Calvin. Right. Calvin's an adorable name. You know, I think Calvin and Hobbes. Not so much Calvinism, but I guess maybe Calvinism might have, you know, predestined. Because this kind of seemed predestined. They made it To follow the script of Alien. But um, they... You know, you don't name something, all right? Because let's think of it. Like, okay, let's take the movie they ripped off, Alien. Um, they didn't name the alien. Did you feel bad for that fucker when they killed it? No. No. Now, uh, it makes me think of this other film, though, called Gremlins. Great fucking movie. They named the Gremlins. Gizmo. Yeah. No, Gizmo was the Mogwai. Stripe. Stripe, yep. And then the second one, you even had more names. And, you know, like, I don't know about you, but I felt a little bad when Stripe died. No. Because we named him. As much of an asshole as he was, I was like, you killed Stripe. I'm 
You know, especially he cried when he saw his buddies get blown up in the theater. Your your attachment to the film. So my point is, is you, you, that's your first mistake. All right, if it's don't name it, don't name it because you're gonna get attached. The first and mistake, this guy does get attached. The first mistake was ignoring all the fucking meetings, dude. Well, okay, outside of that. Like, you're getting, like, real cerebral about it, and it's like, dude, we're watching a movie, and along every fuck-up, they're like, we were told not to do that. Well, so, like, 30 minutes in, I'm like, I hope they all fucking roast. <laughs> <laughs> you're all retarded. You're the, supposed to be the best the world has to offer, and you find life for the first time, and you ignore every single safety measure. Right. Every one. Just because, you know, you don't want to break your friend's, you know, you don't want to hurt your friend's feelings. If that weren't enough, if that weren't enough, it's clearly an aggressive yeah. entity. Yes. Now it dies. Because right. again, they don't follow the protocols and they fuck up. Right, right. And the thing like dies. Yeah. So when they bring it back, it's so aggressive and so violent that the moment that they aren't following all of their safety protocols... It gets on top of them, and then, of course, you can pretty much play out the rest of the movie. Right. It gets loose. Now, this is where, okay, some people thought that it got good at this point because that's when the action ramps up. Uh, For me, there was no suspense because I could literally tell you how every character was going to die (laughs) because I've seen the movie Alien, and they followed it to a T. Like, as soon as the first guy went down, which is essentially the birthing character... You know, the cane. Okay, I thought then we were going to have a guy searching and he was going to get picked off, like Brett in Alien. Well, here's where they got creative. They shuffled the sequence a little bit. Instead of going, you know, to the just guy searching and getting picked off, we go to the, straight to the captain going, well, it's my ship. I should go check things out. Oh, gee, I wonder what's going to happen to you, Captain Dallas. Sure enough, Captain, I'm calling her Captain Dallas because that's who she was. Captain Dallas gets it. And so on and so on. That's it, why I took you, though. I knew it was going to be very reminiscent to Alien, number one. Yeah. Uh, and it was. It basically was. It was total plagiarism. It was Alien, yeah. <laughs> except for the end. Then they decided to put... So basically, we can cut straight to the end at this point, because if you've seen Alien, we're not going to tell you anything new. Right. And so you can cut straight to the end, and that's where they give it the big twist. It fucking lost me. You know, I thought one was going one way, the other was going the other way. Again, spoilers, we're going to tell you what happened. Go ahead. So somehow they're supposed to shoot the alien off in space with one guy in the pod, and then the other person is taking the pod back down to Earth, and, you know, this person's going to make it and survive and tell everybody, whoa, don't go there. Right. Uh, it turns out somehow, um, I don't know if the alien somehow fucked it up or whatever, but... They led you to believe that the alien piloted the ship into Earth. Yes. And then the other person somehow didn't make it to Earth. Yeah, they did. The, the alien, did the alien sabotage it? And that was basically the excuse for like anything the alien did was just, oh, well, it's just a smarter entity. Yeah, that it's one big brain. Yeah. Like, it's just smarter. Really? Well, how does it know how to adapt to something it's never fucking observed, at least? You know? At least, like, show a scene where it observes someone... Using a flight stick or something like, okay, got it. Got the big brains. I can see what's going on. You know, it's just, it's such a write-off. Just, eh, it's fucking smart. The alien was disappointing. Yeah, it was like a hybrid between the sea alien and, oh, so real quick though, the ending. 
You ever seen an Ed Wood movie? That's basically what you get. And then it came to Earth. Be yeah. afraid. Did you notice that it was in it Vietnam? Can get, like I was expecting like, you know, like like a guy to just kind of like come from, you know, like walk in front of like the set, you know, like black and white in like a suit and just be like, this could happen to any town in America or all over the world. It could even happen to, and then he stares into the camera and points at the camera. You. Like it was that kind of ending. And it was in, did you catch it was in Vietnam again? Same place. I mean, was there's a Vietnam? ton of movies right now coming out of Vietnam. They must have some crazy tax incentives there. Yeah. Kong and, was out of Vietnam. And then what the fuck are all these just boats doing in the like? Yeah, it was disappointing. Basically, yeah. the alien makes it to the planet. A bunch of fishermen, Vietnamese, you know, fishermen yeah. come over to help the capsule, and then, and and then they like, let it even loose. even they fucked up the um, the special effects on it. It's literally the same boat cut and pasted, and just coming. You know, it's supposed to look like all these different boats coming towards the escape pod, and it's like literally the same boat cut and pasted going towards it. So like. You know, you, you fucked up on the CGI there, too. So Reanimator was the only piece of this you liked was a Reanimator well, reference. Other than that, that the I mean, I like total... I like the idea that, okay, you essentially knew that the guy um, that was, you know, experimenting with the alien, you knew he was going to be the Ash character. But I like the fact that he had good intentions versus bad intentions. And just the idea, yeah, he named it and he... Like, that was a nice little thing that they did there. Like, how, you know, how easily you can get attached to something when you're you talking about Arian Bakar. Bakar. I'm not going to try to pronounce his name. Yeah, I'm not going to try to pronounce it. He's the paralyzed scientist Scientist. who reanimates that basically causes all of the trouble. It's his fault. It's basically his fault. The whole thing is his fault. Yeah. But he was great in the movie. Yeah. Like, the acting in this movie was good. The acting was, I, I will give him that. The actors did what they could with a shit script. Some of the some of the special the effects were okay. Yeah, like I didn't even know where the fuck we were half the time, because like they didn't really do a good job of setting up. Okay, the kitchen is by the this, the quarantine rooms by the that. Yeah, you had no frame of reference yeah. for, and they tried to fix that by putting three D models of the ship showing people floating through it. Remember the yeah, little yeah, yeah, weird it, stick figures. Yeah, and it did nothing. Like it just it looked just like bad animation. <laughs> like the stick figure was like half the size of the space station. Right. Like, okay. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if you got your uh, frame ratio here. They're like, you know, I don't, I don't know if you have it right. Did it seem like we had one American, three Brits and one guy from Japan? No, we had two, two, Americans? two Americans, a Brit, two Brit, two Americans, two Brits, a Russian and Chinese, I think. Japanese. He was Japanese. Was he Japanese? Yep. Okay. Who was Chinese? It was the, Chinese, the Jap, I guess. I thought who's Russian? I mean, Russian was the captain. She was Russian. Yeah, that was like her whole character was an accent. Okay, so there was there was somebody who wasn't a great actor. The captain was Russian. The captain was Russian. Never dawned on me. Yeah, and she's got like a Russian name in real life. Like she's like that was really you didn't you didn't notice that she was clearly Russian. I thought she was clearly British. No, she was clearly Russian. Like that's basically the entire character was an accent. Shouldn't do a good job with that. And then they took out Ryan Reynolds early. That sucked. He because he's funny. He was at least entertaining. They uh, took him right out. See, I was expecting it. 
And Jake Gyllenhaal is always carrying so much weight, whether it's... Uh, no matter what movie he's in, he's carrying the weight of the world. He's Atlas. Yes. He's carrying the world on his shoulders. He's just You just look at him and you're like, man, you look so tired. Yeah. <laughs> you look so unhappy. <laughs> like Jarhead. I mean, yeah. he's just like, oh, come on, dude. <laughs> Lighten up. He's like that in this movie. He, in fact, he tells you in the movie that he would rather stay in space than be down with the 8 billion or 12 billion of assholes. assholes. Yeah. So, you know, you don't really, you know, fuck him. <laughs> you know, that's the problem. There, were, there really weren't any characters to root for. Well, I think he was kind of relatable to like your loner type person. Just, yeah, you know, kind of a planet filled with assholes. Fuck them. I'd rather stay in this international space station where I've taken on too much radiation and have atrophy and don't feel good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that that's a bit, that was a bit much. And then I, he was fucked up, man. He was another, he's like the cheerleader of, let's not follow any of the rules. Let's just let this thing loose and let's help him. And uh, you know what I mean? He, he, wanted, he had so much invested in the people he was on the ship with, but couldn't yeah. give a fuck about the planet the, well, Like I said, there was only one character that was like, no. This is fucking stupid. And, and they killed him right away. And they killed him right away. And then, of course, he's the one that, you know, finally everyone else is like, oh, yeah, you're right. But they tell him he's right as he's getting fucked. I know. I know. It was just. So typically, if I see a bad movie, I will stick it out. Had I not been in this film with Travis, I would have walked out at about the 35 minute point. I definitely had walked out. For instance, I won't go to the bathroom in a movie. If a good movie, even an average movie, I kind of eh, want to see a little movie. I don't right. want to, you know, see how it develops. Yeah. Hour in, dude. I'm like, oh, I got to get yep. out. Uh, I'm cutting out. I was checking my phone out in the hallway, just <laughs> fine. Because I knew I wasn't going to miss anything. I, right. I knew what was going to take you've, place. You've seen Alien. You're good. So for tough. me, I would have given it just because just from the intro, it was so blatant that they were ripping off Ridley Scott. If I had not been with you, I would have given it until the Captain Dallas scene just because I wanted to see if they would actually duplicate the Captain Dallas scene. And then the second they did, I was like, all right, I would have been, I would have been out. I'm good. So you'd have left early too. Yeah. Now the guys that wrote Deadpool and they did another one, Zombieland. Zombieland. Uh, Paul Warwick and Rhett Reese, right? Yeah. They were the writers. They, were the they writers. gave me hope because those were both decent movies. Daniel Espinoza, who you would think is from Spain or somewhere south, is actually Swiss. Swedish. Swedish, thank you. And he was the director. Yeah. And he should be held accountable or whoever made him cut this miserable piece of shit. Do you think he knew that the alien was going to look like Inky from Finding Dory? Or is oh. it Finding Dory? No, no, no. It's uh, the, the cowboy one, Toy Story. You know, with the Oh, little... yeah. Um, for me, I thought the alien looked more like... Um... Like a hybrid of a flower and the uh, sea aliens from the abyss. Yeah, there's some of that. And then it got progressively worse when they tried to give it a face. That was so bad. <laughs> it sort of looked like a, the, an evil Decepticon. Yes, that's what it was. I was trying to think of it all fucking since I've seen it. Like, what the fuck was that? Right. It was yeah, just it was like shitty. A, yeah, a hybrid of like a flower, the sea alien from the abyss, and a Decepticon. The the other thing that bothers me is they give you an, an, an uh, they, they go through the anatomy of this thing and they basically tell you that the entire creature is a muscle, the entire creature is a brain, the entire creature is a, a nervous system. So the whole this whole alien can see from every surface, feel from every surface, and has strength. 
in every part of its autonomy. Oh man. That's and then the, all of a sudden it's got a fucking face. Then it's got a face. Yeah. Oh, and then, oh, when it goes to alien vision, when it's running around the ship oh. and it basically just looks like it's like underwater. But the best part of it though, talk about like Hollywood, speed it up, make it faster. So they've got this tracker on the ship where you can see it just going through the ship. I mean, it's just fucking launching itself across, like back and forth across this like entire station within like a second almost. The way like the laser's pinging it. And then it goes to alien vision and the thing's doing like two miles per hour. Yeah, there was that. But remember, some of that shit was happening in outer space. Yeah. Well, the fucking thing wouldn't grow. With too much oxygen and too low CO2, all of a sudden it's just freeler su- surviving for several minutes outside the space shuttle or oh, the yeah, space yeah. station. Yeah, that made no sense. Yeah. Well, how long can it go without oxygen? Well, I guess a pretty fucking long time. Maybe I'm, I mean, it's just, they're violating, they, they gave us parameters, okay? The introduction of a movie is to educate you to what we know about it, its limitations, and they sort of set up, okay, this is the beast we're dealing with. And about... I don't know, 10 minutes in, 15 minutes in, they just throw all that against the wall. And they're like, we don't really know what to do. I'm, uh, we're shooting this whole thing in about three rooms and we got to try to make three rooms seem exciting. Well, wouldn't be much of an action flick if we didn't throw all the rules out the fucking door now, would it? This is where I support you in not wanting to go to a lot of movies. This was one of, I, I know I said that Kong was a bad movie. Like I said, it was mystery science theater. Bad. Bad. Yeah. But... Um, again, I don't even, I was, I was going to go see King Kong and I kind of knew I'm going to go see this Wookiee and I was a little harder. I mean, there were things about Kong I liked. I was really, I try to be positive glass is half full person. Like what did I like about this movie? And it is a short, short list. Yeah. I got maybe two checks on that list. It is a steamer. Yes. So I, I like to use out of 10, you know, cause you know, five stars is too consolidated. It's not refined enough. I need out of 10. What would you give this one? And here's my reason. I like Ridley Scott movies when Ridley Scott makes them. Okay. Fair enough. I would say, let's see. I gave Nacho Libre a two. I would say this is about a two. I don't usually give out twos. You're giving it, wait, two out of five or two out of 10. Two out of ten. Okay, yeah. See, for me, I have to dock it that extra star just because of the, the blatant ripping off of Alien. Well, between four and six, if I, if I tell you a movie is a four, five, or six, it is that, that doesn't mean necessarily it's a bad movie. It just means that it's real average, and you know, one person might see it and think, "Oh, I kind of like it," and another person might see it and think, "Oh, it kind of sucks." Yeah. Uh, when I dip into the three, two, one range, I'm telling you that for the most part. You've got to be drunk, stoned, or just really, really into, I don't know. Some stupid shit. Sci-fi, just like you'll, you'll. No, I think most people that are into sci-fi will probably find this a pile of garbage. Some people swallow anything. That's true. So I guess gullible? Uh, they just, you know, whatever space they'll eat it up. This yeah. was just, this was too bad for me to recommend. I would not see it in the theater. I would not see it in a discounted theater. I would not buy the DVD for it. I would not rent the DVD for it. Do not, do not spend money on it. If you're looking, like, say it comes on Netflix and you're getting drunk with some buddies and you kind of want something to laugh at, 
Maybe MST. I don't even know if I you don't could know do that. You laugh at this, dude. It's yeah, that you couldn't bad. do it. Yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal just really brings shit down. Yeah. Every time we turn to him, he's just holding back a tear yeah. about himself. I mean, you know, I guess you could hold like the first. Uh, uh, I mean, I'm never going to tell someone not to watch a movie because I think, you know, you should form your own opinion. But don't pay money to see this one. I'm recommending that unless it's on, just just happens to be on TV, you're not paying for, and you're maybe waiting for something. You might need to be waiting for something. Like, this is all that's on. Right. Like, I, I, got, I got two hours to kill till the game or something like that. I can make an argument that just sketching on a piece of loose paper would be more entertaining than watching this movie. <laughs> is that bad? I've never seen you hate a movie. Like, I, Wow. I've never seen you hate a movie. Oh, I've got hate on a movie like this. I don't usually dump on movies. Like I was writing down like some of the things that I liked about the movie, and uh, you know, uh, Arian Bacar was act, his acting was on point. Ryan Reynolds' acting was good. Even Jake Gyllenhaal's acting is good, but due to the subject matter, it's just real downer. You know, yeah. it's a real downer. And the ending's unsatisfying, and some people would try to call it sophisticated, but I've looked around to some of the other people that are reviewing this movie. Yeah. Now, when I walked in, for some reason, it was 73% fresh on Rotten Tomato. Yeah, and that's actually a decent score. It cannot be that anymore. There must have been, like, a lag in calculation or something. (laughs) Right, right. Like, like... The first three states are in. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, all right, well, we're still waiting on uh, Wisconsin. We're still waiting on Pennsylvania here. Like there might have been some sort of a radio station effort to get people like, hey, do this, and you can win tickets to something cool. Right, right. <laughs> Listen to the Don and Mark show. I, that that kind of bummed me out. We don't usually go to movies together. Uh, we usually do our, uh, you know, come together in these things because our schedules conflict. And the one time we get together to see something, and I thought – you know what? I think he'll find that there's likenesses to Alien, and you know, overall, it'll at least be entertaining. This guy's a sci-fi guy, and I remember uh, when we are wrapping up uh, uh, the uh, biologist's hand. Yeah, and uh, there's no observation of gravity for the damaged hand. You know, sort of flopped <laughs> from the weight of gravity. Yeah, uh, I was gonna say, let's go. <laughs> see, I would have told you give it a minute because the Captain Dallas scene is coming up. Yeah, I was that's gonna... all I wanted to see. I was like, how are they going to do the Captain Dallas scene? So, and um, yeah, just don't spend your money on this. And the reason I tell you don't spend your money on it is because if you do, all the the studio guys see is numbers. And so, but I spent my money on it. That's the problem. We both they got did. your money. Yeah, they got the money. They got our money. And I hate that they got our money because what they're going to do then is they're going to see, oh, 20 million box office, baby. Are you the numbers don't lie. And it's like, oh, okay, of those $20 million, maybe like 15 million of those dollars wanted their, their, their money back. I was probably in that group. And so, you know, but they don't look at that. They just see $20 million, baby. Let's make a sequel. We've got a winning formula here. Which kind of brings me to a game that I've been playing. Yes, uh, uh, we talked a little bit of Mass Effect last week, and uh, we weren't able to give a review. And I even asked you, well, can I call you the next day? We didn't, you guys didn't hear it in our thing. We cut it out. But I was asking him, hey, I'll just call you later, and you can tell me, you know, how you feel about it. 
And he was all, well, you know, I need to play a game for a certain amount of time before I feel comfortable handing down a review. And it's just, you know, uh, okay, fine, we'll wait. So now we've waited. It's been a week. So I'm still apparently not like that, that into the game because it's a massive game. And I can already tell you that they needed to pare it back. Um, it's, it's fun when the game is actually moving. Uh, the problem is EA and Bioware get really side quest happy in games. And um, the last game they did, Dragon Age Inquisition, people were like, dude, like we don't care if you have side quests. Just peel them back a little bit and make them meaningful. Instead of just, you know, every time you go to a village, you get 20 fucking fetch quests. Where you're just, ah, go find this guy's chicken. Oh, you know, this woman's husband's framed for murder. Okay, go dig up some facts, come back, get them off, and then maybe, um, you know, maybe you'll get a reward, but it doesn't really affect anything. And this is something that worried me when I listened to what one of the developers was saying as the game was being made was they asked, like, are you going to learn from the uh, Dragon Age Inquisition things that people didn't like? And the guy said, it's 2014 game of the year. Come on, baby. (laughs) You know? That's a good rebuttal. I mean. But at the same time, you got to be, you know, you have, especially Mass Effect's like their flag, you know, this is their big game. This is their baby. All right. Well, give it to me. I need, so, I need some concrete so, stuff So here. too much filler. When the game is actually going, it's a fun game. So the side quests suck. There's too many it, It's just too much. It's way too much. It's pulling you out of the story. Literally, the, they brag that you know they, they have more voice actors than Mass Effect 2 and 3 combined. And you know what? They could have done with half of them. Actually, a third, like just, you know, a third of that would have been fine. Because literally every area you go to, yeah, you talk to a new person, but it gets you nowhere. Nothing happens. Now, I've heard the war and the playability and those, the movement are all way better than previous Mass Effects. The, is the, the, true? The, yeah, the combat is fun. The combat okay. is engaging. Um, is but, the campaign good? Is the story yeah, good? Yeah, when you actually get the story, to, like parts of, that's the problem. As the original one, I mean, they were so story-based. And you just kept moving and moving. And then this one, you just don't feel like you're moving. Literally, you start to think you're on a path, and then you get 20,000 fucking side quests that go nowhere, and you're just fucking fetching things. And now it's an open world, so you've got even fucking further to go to fetch things. It's almost like they're disguising that the story's not as good as the previous Mass Effects by prolonging it so much. Exactly. It's like when you go out to dinner, and they just try to fill you up on bread, before the main entree comes. And you're like, dude, I just wanted to come here and have my entree. Now, are we being hard on this due to what Mass Effect games are? Or yeah, is this a good well, game? For me, I play for story. Um, I haven't wrapped it up yet, so I couldn't tell you. And from what I've heard, it gets better than from the point I'm at. But it's just it's, it's, it's a very exhausting game very early on. Is this a recommended game? Should people play this game? Um. I would not buy it just yet. Um, I would wait for a couple patches to come out, and I would wait for wait for the hype to die down. And I would say buy it when they do the first price cut. Hmm. I really thought based on so you had some problems installing the game. 
and you actually had to replay the first five or ten hours of the game because of some glitch with your system. Yeah. And when I talked to you then, it sounded like the graphics were cool, the fighting was cool, it was a really fun game, you were you were happy you bought it. Yeah, the images were cool. I mean, don't get me wrong, they're definitely right with the character animation. There are problems with the character animation. But yeah, I mean, when you're flying around, like the, the visuals of space and all that, it's very lovely. But yeah... Well, I think it did hurt that I had to do those first five to ten hours again. Because I'm feeling I'm feeling the repetition of having to redo the game from your review. Maybe. Yeah, and just from that, though, it just didn't feel like it got, you know, it, I just felt like I got more and more bogged down. What are you doing over there? Well, I'm while you're speaking, I'm setting up. We're going to do a taste test. Okay, okay. So I just felt like I got bogged down by side quests. And I'm a completionist. So every time... I see like a new, you know, marker go on the map. I'm like, oh, fuck, there's another thing I got to do because I want to clear my map. <laughs> you're, uh, you're very emotional about your favorite things. Well, when they I- don't work out, you're kind of pissed. And then if they don't work out in, 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 a, in a sequence befitting of like the whole experience, like you were broken up and then had to like unvolunt- non-voluntarily repeat the first 10 hours... I feel like I feel like I feel that through your your sentiment. <laughs> like you're upset. Yeah, I mean, like I said, when it actually gets to the fucking meat and potatoes of massive, it's a very fun and cool game. But you have to have so much bread before you get it. Well, so, uh, That's at my- this point, is it a 9 and 8, 7? At this point, I don't know, man. I got to give it like probably like a seven. Just, and that might be because when it's good, it's good. So, okay. Yeah, I'm not going to quite give it like a D, but I'm going to give it. About the average I'm hearing is a seven. I'm going to give it a low, yeah, like a low. All right. A low seven. Are you ready for this? We don't usually do, this is going to be difficult because we're going to have to try to describe something. Describing taste or smell is difficult. And we're going to. I saw these the other day, and I'm like, I've never seen these before. We should try them. Oh, my God. And uh, I don't know about this. So I'm not a Mountain Dew fan. You know I don't really drink soda at all. I used to love Diet Mountain Dew. I used to actually refer to it as God's Nectar. I mean, I loved it. I loved it. Uh, you know, back when I was a you know geeky teenager, yeah, you know. This lasted Doritos. You know, 35 or something. Okay, I cut this out <laughs> when I was about 15, 16. You know, Doritos, Mountain Dew, video games. Yeah, no, I still love all those things. But, Actually, no, uh, I did keep the Mountain Dew. I just dropped the Doritos and the video games for a while. This is when I went to Italy. I was getting cultured, but I still kept the Mountain Dew. Have you, have Until you, they told me the Yellow Five thing. Have you ever heard of these before? You know I haven't. No, come on. Well, I don't, I don't know if you have. Oh, called, so well, I don't watch called, TV, so I don't see many commercials. I am looking at non-alcoholic Mountain Dew Spiked. We have lemon and we have raspberry lemonade. What I'm sorry, f- we have lemonade and raspberry lemonade. What the fuck does that mean? Not non-alcoholic spiked. I don't know. It says spiked with prickly pear cactus juice. Both of them. One is ra- raspberry lemonade. One is lemonade. So those are the two spiked cans, and this is all in one display. Then they had something called Mountain Dew White Label. Ever heard of it? No. Uh, this is crafted with tropical. Then we have Mountain Dew green label and that is green apple kiwi. And then we have uh Mountain Dew black label, which is a dark berry. All right. 
So we're going to try them from here. Give you a... Should we go with... We'll start with lemonade. Okay. So this is Mountain Dew spiked. So that's probably going to be the most new... Like, probably the least. Yeah. Yeah. No. Probably want to go heavier. Like, work our way towards heavier. We'll go light. I don't yeah. know what yeah, the hell I'm going to do with these after the fact. Because yeah, I know. this I, much I'm, Mountain I'm, Dew. I, yeah, I'm not drinking. I got to go to work tomorrow, man. I don't want to be jacked. All right. So lemonade. Lemonade. It tastes like fucking flat Mountain Dew. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what the hell's wrong with that? What was that? There's nothing about that that says lemonade. No. No, it's flat. La- yeah. Um, okay, so Mountain Dew spiked lemonade does not taste like lemonade. It tastes like flat Mountain Dew. Now we're going to try this uh, raspberry lemonade. Raspberry. Do you think it's going to taste like flat code red? <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Same color, kind of pinkish maybe. Yeah. All Let's right. see here. It's got a yeah, slightly pinkish hue to it. I don't know. Okay, at least it tastes different. I detect a hint of raspberry. I detect a hint. Again, though, really kind of just tastes like raspberry ginger ale. Uh, Nothing Mountain Dew, really. Yeah. This kind of... um. What were those um, kitty drinks you used to get? Tastes like Capri a Capri like, Sun. No, like a flat Shirley Temple. You nailed it. That is exactly. I'm gonna have another poll. That's kind of what it tastes like. Is that wrong? On the money? Yeah. I don't know if you're planting things. You know, like you said something, and now right, like now my it's brain's in your head. Yeah. Like it kind of does taste like chicken. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. If you buy Mountain Dew Spiked Raspberry Lemonade, you're basically buying a Shirley Temple. Now, do we want to go uh, light to dark or dark to light? We want to go light to dark, I think, for the palette. Okay. Mountain Dew White Label. White Label. Tropical Citrus. Citrusy tones. Now, what is a Mountain Dew? Isn't it? I don't know. I don't even know. Citrus, isn't it? The Dew of Mountain. (laughs) Isn't it always citrus? I thought it was just... um, Wiener poison. No, the can's cool. Yeah, yeah. It kind of looks like a um, like a craft beer. Yeah, it's a big can. Yeah. Okay, how do we feel about that? Kind of tastes like those German gummy bears. Okay, the, you're gonna have to be way more. <laughs> okay, okay. The Haribo gummy bears, the ones that are like like almost like brick. Like I think they have the better taste than the American ones, like the chewy globby ones. You know what I'm talking about? They used to um, have them at the movie theaters. Mm-hmm. The real super hard ones where you had to like chew and chew the fuck out of them. I don't like that. I wouldn't drink a whole can of that. It tastes like an Alka-Seltzer met a Capri Sun. I'm going with Haribo, Gummy Bears, meets Spritzer. Why are not you buying this? Why did this have to come out? Also, Mountain Dew could make money. Well, it's not. It's just, I don't know. That's an acquired taste, right? That. Do you have a favorite so far out of the three? I'm actually going with the white label because I do like those hard as fuck German gummy bears. Okay. All right. Uh, This is the green apple kiwi. Green apple kiwi. Lay odds that it tastes like green apple or kiwi. Um, I'm laying, I'm thinking I'm going to detect more kiwi than green apple. Do you think that they just put this shit together and somebody's like, somebody in this room, tell me. Tell me. Give me a flavor. Anything. (laughs) (laughs) What comes to your head first thing? Green apple and kiwi. Ramirez. 
You got it, Ramirez. It is green. That helps. It's definitely green. Oh, God, my piss is going to look like fucking it's toxic waste in the morning. When I smell it, I smell apple, but when I taste oh, it... Oh, God, that's an assy aftertaste. Oh! It's blue. Is that blue or green? That's green. Kind yeah. of bluish green? I think it's the way the light's hitting it. When you were pouring it, it definitely looked green. So this one was the Mountain Dew Green Label. It tastes like a... Kiwi. Oh, man, it, it tastes like a Jolly Rancher just yep, took, yep. A, took a really bad turn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'd have to agree with you. I didn't really have it nailed down, but... Oh, why are we doing this to ourselves? We're grown men. <laughs> what the fuck? Um, I, God damn. I'm going to have to try these oh. again because they're all equally piss poor. <laughs> Explains the sale. Uh, okay, all so right. our final one here, uh, Mountain Dew Black Label. Dark Berry. This is what I've got my money on. This okay. is the one I think I'll like. All right. <laughs> you gotta look like fucked. Wow. Pour dark. it easy. Pour it easy. Go easy on me. Go easy on me there. Look how dark that is. That's like soda dark. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, God. It kind of looks like Welch's grape juice. It is bad. It still smells the same as all the other ones. It is not good. <laughs> it's not good. That is really not good. What I like black tea? Mm-mm. No, not for no, you. No, uh, uh-uh. uh. It's like grape juice. If grape juice sat out too long in the sun, I'm thinking grape juice mixed with like sun tea, like the tea that you put out in the sun, but with like no sweetener. You know, just flat out grape drink with fucking like unsweetened grape drink would be a great example. Yeah, that's pretty close. Unsweetened grape drink with like some piss hot tea. <laughs> you might be getting a little bit of the last one in there. Mm. Okay, so uh, we just thought we'd try this because we've never done a tasting over the radio and thought, well, what the hell? Why not? And basically, what I can tell you is. This has been a negative show. We basically don't like anything. We're just negative, crusty old men that don't like games or movies or new things. Just a bunch of negative Nancys here. Yeah, but those were all very bad. Yeah, yeah, those were all bad. The movie was bad. I still have hope for the game at least. Maybe the game can turn it around. These cannot, but you the movie did, cannot. You did say you liked Tropical Citrus of I, them. If I had to pick one, that's the one I would pick. Do I'm any not, of these taste anything like or remind you of Mountain Dew? No, no. Okay, I'm just we agree. I'm just saying if like I had, I'm not going to go out and buy any of them. But if like that's all I had to drink was to choose between these, I think you. I'd go with the white. I think you should try white it label. again. Try it again. No, don't make me do that. You just said if you were going to, there's something's fucked up with that. Well, now it's all mixed with all the other flavors. Trust me, it's doesn't it doesn't gonna matter. matter. <laughs> doesn't matter. <laughs> See what I mean? It's like you ate baby oh, oil or something. God. It's not good. God. I didn't like green at all. Did I like raspberry? I think I like no, raspberry. No, you, you had high hopes for raspberry. Uh, 
I, 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 think, oh, that, I think I like Mountain Dew spiked raspberry lemonade. And when I say liked, I mean if I had to drink from one of these five, I would drink from this, but I would never freely buy it. No, no. I, I, don't, I don't think I would drink it from my own free will these again. These are all so bad, dude. Was this your idea? No. <laughs> God, no. <laughs> it's supposed to have been your idea. No, this was yours. You did this to me. I'm the victim here. <sighs> next yeah, next na- time you can pick which thing we're going to taste. All right. You're not going to like it, but uh, all right. Be some sort of thick beer. Yeah. Some sort of alcohol. Oh, yeah. I'm going to make you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to punish you for this, you bastard. Now, now I got to I gotta go take a piss now and see what color it's going to be. Oh, I was James Hamilton. I was Travis McFalls. Thanks for listening. Why don't you follow us on Twitter at When Life Attacks or Facebook When Life Attacks podcast. Or you can look directly at our blog, which is whenlifeattackspodcast.com where you can view our complete list of social media. If you prefer to keep it simple, you can just email us at whenlifeattacks at gmail.com. Sony has a futuristic sci-fi movie they're looking to make. Message from Sector 6. All takes place in a space station. They're actively looking for some co-financing. So cigarettes in space. It's the final frontier, Nick. But wouldn't they blow up in an all-oxygen environment? Probably. But... It's an easy fix. One line of dialogue. Thank God we invented the, you know, whatever device.